1: Chase Thomas Podcast the Chase Thomas Podcast. Um my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast, where I'm still the aforementioned Chase Thomas coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee, down there in the home state, Fairburn, Georgia. Langston Hughes, head football coach, Boone Williams. Boone, good afternoon, sir. How are you?
0: Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for having me on, man. It's definitely a definite pleasure. Uh, how did you get the nickname Boone? Uh, when I was born, uh, uh-huh. my Uncle, as soon as okay. I came out, you know the old folk tell Daniel Boone, uh-huh. and my first name is Daniel. He called me Daniel Boone, and they just stuck with me. And when I got to high school, the Daniel Boone fell off, and it just went to Boone. And ever since then, it's been Coach Boone.
1: Been Coach Boone ever since. Yep. I like it. Did you always want to be a coach?
0: I always I knew I wanted to be involved in the game. Mm. I definitely knew that. Some way, somehow. Okay. Um,
1: with what happened uh, this weekend, I think it was the best game over the weekend, uh, Langston versus uh, Gainesville. And I hope uh, the good folks back in Georgia were able to see it. And if you missed it, you can go watch it on NFHS Network. You can go watch it back. It's uh, it's one of my favorite games to watch this year. I thought it was extremely interesting to see the two very, two very different styles of play. And the pressure and me being Tennessee a Tennessee guy and so used to our style and being the number one offense in college football. It was funny as I'm just taking notes, watching your team and uh, watching Air Nolan and everybody play. I'm like, man, this reminds me a lot of Hypel's offense. Like this reminds me a lot of the pressure that Tennessee puts on folks every single week where defenses doesn't matter really how talented you are. It's just like your offense just puts so much stress and pressure um, all across the board. That it was it was so much fun to watch up close. But um, in terms of what you were able to do against Gainesville in the state title game, was it a, did it go about how you expected? Were you able to do a lot of the stuff offensively that you've
0: been basically doing all year long? Oh uh, yeah, we went into it kind of with the same game plan. We kind of really don't deviate from what we do week to week. Um, mm. We'll give different formations, but we all want the game, same kind of the flow of the game to be the same. Um, I think that. Uh, Gainesville did a good job trying to eliminate a lot of the stuff that we, we were trying to do on mm-hmm. um, the games prior to, but we were able to kind of get to some stuff we were used to doing, um, putting Jelani Thurman backside by itself, um, it's a mismatch in a lot of different places, so I think that um, it was it was a it was a it was a very 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 I'm sorry I was I'm in a you're t- okay. Problem. And I'm doing a podcast, and she didn't know I was in here. (laughs) This is (laughs) what we do. It's fun. Mm. So it was um, the game, the Florida game. We wanted to kind of control how we could. Uh, Mm. A couple drives we had ended. Uh, They didn't end the way we wanted to, so we had a punt. But um, we capitalized on a lot of drives right there before the half. Uh, Those two big touchdowns kind of was how our season went, man. We scored really fast. So that kind of gave us an edge.
1: Well, that was the thing is like that was the turning point, right? Did you feel that when you were going to the locker room, the 13 point swing um, where it was just the Gainesville had this long drive and they were trying to play keep away from you guys? Like, I assume that's just what most teams go in every week. They're like, look, we we're going to give up chunk plays. Our main thing is just nothing big, nothing major. And then you have the kick return touchdown and it's just it's quick Um, uh, in the slot. Yeah. You're just. You just put so much stress. Like that's the thing. Is like I was just going back through. It's like, I don't know. It's pick your poison. Thurman in the backside. It's speed on the other side. Um uh, I, I just I thought it was really fascinating to see how it all worked and unfolded. But um, what did you tell your team at the half when you had that swing of like, hey, just because this went really, really well for us down the stretch here in the end of the first half? Like, we still gotta close uh, in the second half. They're gonna keep coming. And they're physical. Like, Gainesville was a really, really physical football team. And, like, T-Lander off the edge. Uh, I think he got Nolan once mm-hmm. uh, in that one. But outside of that, I mean, he, he stood in the pocket. He's tall. So then stood out. Like, he's a, he's bigger than I thought he was. And uh, throws it on a dime. And I don't know. I, I wonder for you, when you were going to the locker room, what would you tell these guys? Like, hey, like, one more half, but we are we have not won this game yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, uh Biggest thing I pro I was preaching to them was finish. Mm. I told him I don't care how how good or bad it is as long as we finish. Um I think you remember last year we went in against Buford. We were up at half. We were mm. up, I think, uh 14-7 half. And I told him one wasn't enough. Kind of the same story I told him last year. So my seniors and juniors were on the team last year, and I told him, I said, We've been here before. Mm. I said, let's finish. I listen, let not worry about style points. Let's just win the first stage championship. And that was the only thing I preached to them about finishing. Nothing else mattered.
1: Um, What was the most surprising thing about your team this year?
0: Everything. Um, Everything. It's like, I mean, who who could draw up a season of so many records being broken? A season Mm. of so many wows. You know, uh, our point differential on the season was like, Forty-three points. That's in fifteen <laughs> yeah. games. That's unheard of. I mean, we broke the state rush scoring title. Like, who does that in August? Think about the state scoring title. Like, you just mm. play ball, and I mean, quarterback threw fifty-five touchdowns, one off the state record. I mean, two thousand-yard backs. We've never. there's so many things we've never done here. So it's a lot of stuff that was very surprising.
1: What has gone into you just kind of crafting and building this? A just historical offense at Linkson Hughes what is uh, how many years in the making has it been for you to kind of cultivate just the right kind of scheme that's just really going to unlock uh, superstars like Nolan and Thurman and company
0: I mean these kids getting games under their belt the more experience they get the more you can give them mm. uh, the, this seniors they played as freshmen we were I mean as freshmen we were two and eight mm. so each year Yeah, I was 2-8 with these guys, so these guys understand. You got to think, they have now close to 50 games under their belt. So Mm -hmm. they've seen everything imaginable as a defensive front, uh, a coverage, um, a technique played. uh, So they were able to play against any technique we faced against every week, and they were able to do a good job with it.
1: When you go down, I'm curious in Fairburn – like with uh, different schools, it's interesting just me being here in East Tennessee and me growing. I went to Parview, uh, full disclosure here. I went to Parview, uh, oh. coach. And I it, it was just interesting to see because they didn't run the same stuff that they were running. Like when I was growing up playing football and uh, in middle school, like there wasn't the same kind of scheme. But like schools that have like wing T in high school, they're installing the wing T at the mm-hmm. middle school and the elementary school level to get them ready to play. Mm-hmm um at the so you just have this sch- just schematic uniformity uh in the little leagues is that what's going to happen in fairburn is that kind of like the Langston hughes trickle down effect is that something you want to see
0: that i would love to see it but the, the uh, unfortunateness of the, uh, the unfortunate of that is we don't have middle school ball oh i pulled the county um why if, i don't know i mean the county hasn't passed it so huh I, Kids are still playing. The, I mean, they play at the recreation parks around. But it's not, it's the not, though, yeah. not the same though. Yeah, same of having a Buford. They understand. Yeah, those eighth graders know what they're running. Like we don't have mm. that. So working on it, but not yet. There you go. I mean, then it's over.
1: Then it's just like Langston Hughes is winning state title after state <laughs> title here. When you get that, when you get that kind of uniformity that, top to bottom,
0: that'll be that'll be amazing to get that.
1: What's been the most fun part? Because, I mean, Lexington Hughes is a relatively new school um, in a booming area, and I'm curious for you when you got to Fairburn and when you took over this job, what, now that it, you want to stay title, now that you've been there for a little bit, what has surprised you about the job and being in the area that you didn't foresee when you first took it?
0: Um, the most, in a sense, rewarding thing is bringing the first state championship to the school. I mean, hmm. it's it'll never be a first you can get another one another Yeah.
1: Your first forever.
0: Exactly. So that was always one of the things that I wanted to do I envisioned mm-hmm. when, I, when I interviewed for the job I told them what this job would it could be. Um we just I, my my coaches did an amazing job. We stuck to our guns and we finished the drill. I mean that might be the most rewarding thing of you know bringing the first football state championship cuz basketball I had two back-to-back state championships. Mm-hmm. So and that's crazy we beat games with we twice oh wow uh, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go um what what has you excited about
1: next year like when you think about going like winning a state title it's like you got to the mountaintop now like like you had the the drive this year right like because mm-hmm. of how the previous year ended it's like natural of like we want to get back this is it for a lot of our big guys and um who've been played in uh, like you said 50 plus games in our program next year does it kind of rejuvenate you more where you're like i kind of get to start this whole process over a little bit i can build the next generation and like keep this thing moving and build off being the first ever but like we can we can start fresh a little bit i got to the mountaintop i got
0: that off my plate
1: and now we can kind of just enjoy it and start the the rebuilding process over
0: uh yes in a sense uh Mm. but i have at every position but two positions a returning player or starter okay who has significant minutes. So, um, we got a, we got quite a few guys coming back. Of course, we lose some top guys with this senior class. But mm. I think and in our in our lower classes, our underclassmen, I think they're going to do a good job of stepping in and understanding because I tried to I mean, I tried to build depth throughout the season and we did that. Um because we were able to have such good leagues. we a lot of people got a lot of top playing time. So we were able to evaluate have a lot of evaluation for him on those younger guys moving forward.
1: You get one more year of Aaron Nolan. Um, What are you looking for out of him next year? What's the final piece of the puzzle for him as a quarterback?
0: The final piece of the puzzle of him is just staying consistent and showing everybody's not a gimmick. Mm -hmm. Um, He has to come back and compete the way he did throughout a high level, control the games as he did. I always try to tell him, I said, let's get those completion rates high as we can get them. Um, That's always a targeted goal of his. I think this year he's around – 73 to 74% completion rate to mm. go higher. Um we don't chase stats. I just want to chase completion. So uh, I tell them all the time.
1: I like that. What's the hardest thing about teaching quarterbacks in your system? Is it just completion percentage?
0: Not to be greedy. What do you mean? Not take the big bo the big the big shots. Uh, okay. You know, we want to take what the defense is giving. Sometimes as a quarterback, they read high to low and uh-huh. They want to throw the 50-50 ball, and you got a wide open <laughs> fucking drag. You got to hit to sit down with nobody's around. So uh, you got a swing where right I'm wide open. So that's the thing. That's some of the hardest things to you know, just take what the defense give you. Well, part of that, it's not his
1: fault. You got Thurman over there on one side. 50-50 balls is just you can throw it 70-30, 80-20, and you're still feeling pretty good with him on one right.
0: side. You're right. You're right.
1: Um, what is Ohio State getting in uh, with him?
0: Uh, when they first came and asked me, I said, you're getting a unicorn. I mean, it's not me. <laughs> yeah. He's so long. He's so range. His catch radius is just through the roof. I mean, he does so much in the passing game. Um, but then because he'll go, we'll put him in big formations and he's blocking. He's mm-hmm. out with a guard, you know, kicking out on the end, wrapping around to a backer. So, he is the first thing I always tell my offensive coordinator, if I was a defensive coach, I would circle him first. Mm-hmm. Got to identify him because he can create so many mismatches. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can attack the middle of the field. He can tackle the flats, the intermediate flats. I mean, he can beat you in the vertical passing game. I mean, screen game. He's a problem.
1: Who... I'm always curious about this like for you getting the tape week over week who on your team kind of popped where the folks like on in the stands didn't see the stat sheet doesn't pick up uh what he was doing and what he meant for this team who who were some kind of tape heroes for you week over week that you were like man he just does so much good stuff for our team that uh you won't find in the stat sheet but he's he's a little, he's a subtle uh tape hero
0: I love Taco Dunter Glover okay he um he's a sophomore. He mm-hmm. killed opponents. I mean, this year. I mean, he is by far the meanest football player I have. And, <laughs> you know, they don't have a lot of O line stats, but you go back mm-hmm. on the tape, man, he's a rogue. And he and and, and it's, that's saying a lot knowing that we have Bo Ugly on the other side. Mm-hmm. So is a sophomore, he was one that hey man, he, he made the defensive ends, three techniques and linebackers pay on his side.
1: Was that a lot of teaching? Because he's that young? Was he just ready to go? Like how he thought as a sophomore?
0: He started as a freshman last year for us, so he's just ready yeah. to go. This <laughs> Man, he's get better.
1: I like it. I like it. Who are you most excited about going into next year? Is there some new names that uh, you uh you're most excited about?
0: Who am I? Said it again.
1: Like who would you say like going into next year? We know Nolan, we know now we know Glover, but who are some names that you're really excited about
0: popping next year for your group? Um, Justin Savage, my running back. Uh, okay, Giovanni McGee, um, slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrence Brown, we call him TT. Uh, Nakari Johnson, DB. He's a 6'3 DB. We got six corner. Um, Demarcus Brown. I mean, we got a couple guys. I mean, like, I, so repeat's possible.
1: Yeah, uh, repeat's looking pretty oh, good.
0: Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely possible. Jo- Jojo Stone to be to. Yeah. So. That's gonna be a big piece.
1: People are gonna get used to this winning coach. It's infectious. <laughs> over here in uh Parkview, they went undefeated three years in a row, ninety nine, two 2000, 2001. Yeah. And it's uh when you when you finish back to back, it's it's weird. Uh when that uh when things do change a little bit, we're like, Do we yeah. lose a game? We lost we yeah. won fifty straight games. What do we lose? What what is this losing business? Yeah. I'm over that.
0: It's gonna be very interesting, to say the uh, least. What, uh,
1: what are your off-season plans? Uh, what do you do to get away, Coach? Now that you won the state title and you get a little bit of time uh, to yourself, what do, you, what do you like to do to get away?
0: Um, what do I like to do? I like to play golf. Um, okay. i not cooperating, but I love to play golf, um, spend time with my family, um, take a vacation if I can squeeze one in. Where's your va- favorite vacation spot? Mm, two. Okay. Clear Clearwater. Okay. In Orlando. Are you a Disney guy? Yes. Okay.
1: What's your favorite spot in Disney? What do you like to go on? Um,
0: um, I like all of them. I actually, Okay. Um, amazing. Universal
1: Studios, Harry Potter, are you into that too?
0: Yeah, all that. Universal. I love it. I'm a Magic Kingdom guy. Uh, okay. Uh, my wife's Elkite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had I mean we just love it down there.
1: That's that's fun. Uh, are you a big reader?
0: Yeah, I'm getting into it. I'm getting back okay. into it, I say. Um, because it, it only helped me progress as a coach.
1: Yeah. Um we'll end on this. It's Christmas time. We're about ten days away, coach. Two questions. One, what's the best Christmas gift you ever got? And two, what's your favorite Boone Williams Christmas tradition in your family?
0: uh best Christmas gift i ever gotten. Mm-hmm. It was probably last year when I lost the state championship. I went and bought a truck. <laughs> 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 I don't think that counts as a gift. It's, I mean, it is a gift for yourself. You're like, no, nah, this is,
1: that's great. It's like a breakup type gift yeah. where you're like, you know what? I, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I that's great. That's what what I, kind of I, truck?
0: I didn't care. I told my wife. It. <laughs> <laughs> See it
1: that's awesome uh what kind of truck uh 2022 Chevy Silverado Redline okay and then uh the second part what's your uh, Bo- Coach Boone uh holiday tradition for you guys
0: um Christmas Eve we always all all the kids the family uh we're at home we watch Christmas movies and stuff like that they have hot chocolate
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and they do that on Christmas Eve um but all our kids are home for college. Uh, mm. All the kids at home, we just have a good time.
1: What's a, what's your favorite Christmas movie, though? If you're putting out a lot of different Christmas ones, what's your go-to?
0: My go-to Christmas movie is Home Alone. Okay. Or I what? like it. I
1: home. like it. Um, Coach, how do the good folks support you and everything you've got going on at Langston Hughes state championship fallout? Um, a lot of local Atlanta listeners here. So how do they support the Langston Hughes program? What you guys have got going on this off season?
0: Uh, we got a website. Uh, our football website is like to org. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at likes football. Um, you can follow me at Williams um, on Twitter and, uh, Instagram, Um yeah, and with seventy-five, ten Hall Road, if you want to ever pull up, I like to use high school. Oh, there you go, there you go. I might have to do that. I might have to do that. To <laughs> see what's up. I got it. I got
1: it's always good to be around winners and be around the infectious, and that's <laughs> it's only going to be good vibes for my podcast when I'm just in and Hughes. It it only can be good. Uh, two yeah. winners coming together. Uh, Coach, congratulations again on uh, just an amazing season and uh, the way it finished, and could not be more happy for you guys over at Langston Hughes and, uh, everything you've got cooking. Cause I'm excited to, uh, see what the future holds, but Langston Hughes is in good hands and I uh, wish you nothing but the best, sir. And, uh, we should, uh, do this again soon. Yeah, we should. Thank
0: you so much for having me on.
1: Absolutely. Uh huh. This has been Ingram radio voice of the Atlanta Braves. And I'm here to tell you that you've reached the end of today's episode of the Chase Thomas podcast. As a friend of the podcast, I'd like to say thank you for listening to today's episode and hope you return for the next one. To show your support for the program, tell a friend or coworker or even a family member about the program and If you're an Apple podcast listener, leave the show a rating and a review. It goes a long way that'll do it for me, but don't forget to listen to myself and the rest of the team at six eighty the fan and the Braves radio network this season. Go
0: Braves chase. I think I'm going to hear more about you. I really do. I think you've got a way about you that you're interviewing
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're, um